0: Hello there, and welcome to Trope on a Rope, the show where we root through the hand luggage of Hollywood to see what makes it tick before it's making it. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> a good one. I wrote this two weeks ago, and I haven't looked at it. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there and welcome to Trope on a Rope, the show where we route through the hand luggage of Hollywood to see what makes it tick, before making it take its shoes off and dragging it towards an internal examination room. This week, we continue our look at stakes on a plane. High-octane, high-altitude shenanigans, where a bunch of extras in comfortable seats scream on and off of two hours, while our heroes shoot automatic weapons in pressurised planes with pure abandon. So haphazardly strap yourselves to the landing gear of adventure and cling on with frostbitten fingers as we climb to the lofty heights of plane-based action. My name's Jeff, And and I'm Colin. Passenger 57 is a diehard clone set in a plane instead of a building, where our everyday normal blokey McBloke American hero, John, fights with a terrorist played by a classically trained British actor, crawls around in tight spaces, just kind of hangs around in the empty bits, befriends the local police, and pushes our bad guy to his death from a great height, which, if you're playing along at home, is diehard bingo. Yeah. So, <laughs> What's the what's actor's the name that plays the bad guy? Uh, the actor's name that plays the bad guy, I do have... Uh, Bruce Payne. Bruce Payne. My
1: God, what a fucking stereotypical English bad guy in a, in a movie. Absolutely <laughs> on the name. Hit the nail on the head.
0: Yeah, he is, he is. um he's hamming it up proper, isn't he? Um, yes. Bruce Payne plays a bloke called Charles Rain. Charles Rain is not insane. Charles Rain is not insane, but if you have to say it out loud, you are. And if you have to make someone else say out loud repeatedly, then you definitely fucking are. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a good, there's a good load of, um, uh, there's a good lot of people in this. There's uh, so we have got Wesley Snipes. Yeah, he's a.
1: He, he's been a lot in a lot of jail movies recently. <laughs>
0: um, there's Tom Sizemore. Um, is Tom uh, is Tom Sizemore uh, his mate? Yes, Sly Delvecchio. Which Delvecchio? Yeah, I, I like him actually. Hello, like that. Alice Daxter is Marty, the the air stewardess. And uh, no idea who that
1: is. But I know. The, I mean,
0: the character. I don't know the actress's name. What's she been in? She was. She was in an episode of Star Trek: Next Generation. I believe she was an ensign. Oh, how the fuck did I not know that? Jesus! I do not know random ensigns that probably only have one line from Star Trek. Is she, was she wearing a red red uniform? I believe she was wearing blue. We're gonna ah, say blue. So she didn't die. No, the red. The red. Uh, TNG onwards, red shirts don't die anymore. That's why they changed red shirt to um, command. Uh, Bruce, still talking of Star Trek though. Bruce Greenwood is in this. Bruce Greenwood. He he's the air airline CEO. Oh, what was he in Star Trek? Was he an airline CEO? He was an airline CEO in Star Trek. No, he 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 is um Captain Pike in um the A- Was he? J JJ Abrams Star Trek? Yeah.
1: He was in this?
0: Yeah. Oh, in JJ J., in J. J. Abrams one. Sorry. I was thinking that that series I watched recently. Strange New Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that. No, the JJ J. Abrams one. Liz Hurley's in this. Is she? She's the English... um She's the English... That's, um, that's not Liz Hurley. That's Liz Hurley. She looks different. She looks different. <laughs> I, I keep wanting to refer to her as, like, Patsy Palmer. Okay. <laughs> which I'm just m- mistaking with Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> but is that really Liz Hurley? That's really Liz Hurley, yeah.
1: Did you recognise her at first when you saw her? She, do- she looks way different.
0: Uh, yeah no yeah she does look well way different doesn't she but yeah no that is literally i did recognize her but i like you i can't put the face to the name
1: yeah yeah i, I thought she thought she was hot but i didn't i thought I didn't even know it was a famous actress but
0: yeah <laughs> the only other person of um of note in the main cast is um vincent who is the guy in the galley oh yeah i recognize that actor uh, you would have seen him recently because he's in Red Eye. Oh, is he? <laughs> I don't know what as I can. I didn't bother to look that far, <laughs> and I'm not watching Red Eye again. Maybe he was like a
1: <laughs> maybe he was like a barely talks um, hard man who's seen
0: the I know what he was. He's on the boat. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he's on the boat. <laughs> he's responsible for that debacle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So, what are your uh, initial thoughts on this film, then?
1: Uh, My initial thoughts were, were, um, wow, that is a pretty cool bass, uh, 90s-style jazz bass for the opening credits. That's pretty, uh, (laughs) very very 90s. I I expected uh, there to be pieces of people wearing those wide-shouldered,
0: like, shiny tracksuits and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I've made a note about the uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, there's a very Lethal Weapon-esque yeah. saxophone. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, the saxophone <laughs> as well. Whenever whenever something
1: yeah. uh, sad, sad or scary happens, there's like a saxophone playing. That's pretty cool. Um, mm. what was the other one? Um, the bad guy? I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't like the bad guy that much, but I didn't hate him too much. Mm. He, he wasn't too bad. Mm. It was just a bit too obviously... Set, like. He even spoke in a voice like this. And it's like yes, <laughs> I'm not. It's just just <laughs> like really slightly irritating. Other than that, he was all right. He was pro- proper psycho. I like that. About him.
0: Yeah. Um. Quite a really short movie though, isn't it? It's only like one. It's like one hour twenty-four
1: minutes.
0: Yeah, I just
1: I realised after watching it, I was like, fuck yeah! Nineties movies are always kind of one hour twenty minutes. It's only yeah. recently started getting longer and longer.
0: I think still they were at least two hours, but um, yeah, one to be under one thirty is odd. I think.
1: Yeah,
0: technically one hour twenty minutes is is two hours. So it, no, no. <laughs> oh, don't make me throw something at you because I can't because we're not in the same room. <laughs> one hour twenty minutes is two hours. <laughs> Oh,
1: dear. Yeah, which, uh, but the thing, the thing I, know, I know it's a massive difference between, like, um, obviously movies worse now and the fact that there's only 1 at 20 minutes. The storyline just moves to the next part of the story really quickly. Everything evolves really, really quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, just, it does have a snippy pace. I mean, the only times... <laughs> there's a couple of times it has awkward pauses. Um, to go to the bad guy, the bad guy has a lot of, like... He says things in a cool way... But what he says is fucking bullshit. Fucking useless and pointless. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so it's more like a good actor, bad writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he talks complete nonsense, but he says it in a cool way. And everyone's like, like, no, if he was an American actor, maybe everyone would be like, that fucking doesn't make sense. But because he's British and he's really putting it on thick, everyone's just like, I just love that accent. I assume what he said was intelligent. Um... <laughs> there's there's a there's a there's a sketch in um american dad um uh, where steve is um they're on holiday and steve is following around this british kid oh yeah i remember that. the british kid keeps coming up with stupid suggestions but it's in an english accent so he's like well that doesn't sound right but but that accent was, it just makes me want to trust you <laughs> and then he, in the end he says Hugh, you sound smart like Hugh Grant the actor, but you're you're an idiot like Hugh Grant the person. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned in the blurb that this is this is a die-hard clone, um, and it is. Yeah. Do you remember that period of where there was just like die-hard on a die-hard on a something? Yeah. Which, by the way, could be on. And I've actually added it to our trope list: die-hard on a something. Yeah, like uh, under siege. Yes, under siege, die hard on a boat. Oh, and, uh, and and die hard on a train for under siege two. Under siege two, fucking say the name properly. Under siege two, colon, dark territory. Oh, I forgot about that. One. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a list. let's go, I'll just go through the list. Under siege, die hard on a boat. Under siege two, dark territory, die hard on a train. Cliffhanger, die hard on a mountain. Die hard on a mountain. Con, hair, con air. Why can't I say that word? Con air. Die hard on an airplane again, but half it happened at prison. Yeah, The Rock. Diehard and Alcatraz. Yeah, the Has Fallen series. Don't know that one. You know that year there were two, like White White House Down. Do you remember that? Yeah. So it was White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Oh yeah,
1: I assume Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, is that what,
0: what part of a series? Yeah, Olympus Has Fallen. It's called. It's called. If you look it up on Wikipedia, it's just called "Has Fallen." Really? <laughs> uh, so it's uh, Olympus has fallen, London has fallen, Angel has fallen, and there's another one that's coming out. Apparently, I don't know what has fallen in that one, but apparently something has fallen. Standards. <laughs> Standards <laughs> have fallen. <laughs> Um, executive is on the lists. I found it said executive decision. It also said speed, but I don't think that counts. I don't agree with the executive decision. That's more of a team thing. I think for a diehard clone, there has to be certain rules.
1: Yeah, it's not just a successful movie, i.e., oh, bit of action. Therefore, diehard clone. That's that's not true.
0: I think, and you can you can disagree with me if you wish, but I think one terrorists have to have taken over a place. Yeah, but then our hero, our reluctant hero, he has to be in the wrong place at the right time. Yes, he has to be there by accident or he's just there anyway. Yeah, by coincidence. So, in speed, it's isn't, isn't die hard on a bus because Keanu Reeves doesn't start off on the bus. No, if he was a passenger on the bus to start with, yeah, okay. Yeah, he
1: finds out about the bus and then tracks down the bus and gets on the bus on purpose. So, no, that's not die hard.
0: Executive decision, same thing. They're not on the plane at the beginning. If there was randomly fucking uh, Kurt Russell and John Leguizamo were back in coach and just happened to be on the plane with Oliver Platt and the guy from Terminator 2, then okay, fine. Yeah. But they're not. They come on a little plane with Steven Seagal.
1: Yeah, they actively tried to get into the bad situation. Um, I was going to say something, but I forgot it was. Continue. Go Go on. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, passenger fifty-seven does count because he's on the plane by accident. Oh, that's the other thing. It's uh generally uh one person is is the hero, like the stuff of the plane. It's... Yeah, I'll go for that as well. Yes, one person. Like even in the Has Fallen series, there's loads of people in it, but it's Jesse B who who has to um has to do his shit. But did you like this film? Yeah. I mean I probably won't watch it again. It wasn't that good, but I, I enjoyed watching it. I think it's charming as hell, this film. Hmm. The IMDB and the Rotten Tomatoes are very different. Uh IMDB is 5.9. Yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes 24%. <laughs> so the film, let's get into the film. My first note, of course, is that this film is fucking short as shit. Uh, we start with. I've written loads of notes on this one. Or I just kind of winged last week's um, Red Eye one because the rage was within me for Red Eye. Yeah. Uh, the title sequence: black and white pictures of luggage, where the um, with inverse colours does not an X-ray make. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though.
1: This must be a very low a low budget film. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yeah, the, the opening credits, very long opening credits. Um, yeah, they went for bloody ages, didn't they? They go on for ages, and then they end up on, I think, if memory serves, it ends up on his uh, Charles Rain's passport photo. <laughs> and it slowly, like, comes into his eye. It seems
1: for ages as well, really slowly.
0: Yeah, it goes into his eye really, really slowly. And then when it goes, gets to the film, it cuts to, like, the medical light above above him yeah he's, he's getting plastic surgery apparently and then it cuts to like a close-up of his face and his eye and i think they tried to do a cooler transition but then it didn't work in the end so then they just threw in the medical light because it was round yeah i think
1: that he might be right on that <laughs> yeah he's getting he's, he's he's in the operating room getting plastic surgery around
0: about uh noontime i think just before <laughs> I can't remember what time it was exactly. I didn't write it down. It was uh, uh, it was ele-
1: it was eleven fifty-five.
0: And <laughs> um, eleven fifty-five. And I know that because it,
1: they they have a little bit of a discussion. It takes about five minutes of uh, movie time and then he goes, What time is it? And the dog's like, What? Goes, I want you to tell me the time. And he goes,
0: it's twelve o'clock, and then he stabs him in the neck. Even though he gets like spooks by the doctor looking at the clock. Yeah it's just looking at the clock
1: yeah and what is his di what is his deal with uh asking people the time before he kills them is it said so, just so just so you can do that the punchline of what time is it it's 12 o'clock no it's not it's murder time <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's murder time <laughs> he does it like two or
1: three times in this movie
0: yeah <laughs> So when he's on the doctor gives him like a mirror and says, Oh, do you want to see one one last look at at, at your face? And he goes, I never live in the past.
1: It doesn't make any sense. It's not the past. That would be the present, you're moron.
0: Yeah, you, because you'd <laughs> be looking at it now. In real time. <laughs> it's
1: not a photograph of what your face looked That's... like yesterday.
0: <laughs> I'm not showing you a photograph of you holding yesterday's newspaper up. <laughs> this is a mirror of the present. And it,
1: it still doesn't make sense. Is it? His face hasn't changed yet. So he wouldn't be living in
0: the past. Um, so he says, I never live in the past. And he said, oh, we'll give you anesthetic. And he says, no, <laughs> there will be no pain. Pretty sure there will, mate.
1: <laughs> when, he, when he said that, there will be no pain. I thought, I immediately thought, oh, he has some kind of like a medical pro- problem where he doesn't feel pain or something. That's why he's such a badass bad guy.
0: Like fucking dude from World Is Not Enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe that was yeah. that was the reason, but no. It's just because he's an ass. It wasn't. <laughs> it's,
1: it's just he it likes to try and say cool things, but fails miserably.
0: Like if he's like, "I'm, I'm, I, I can't feel pain," or "I'm such a badass that I can't feel pain." One, you can yeah. because you get kicked in the bollocks later, and you definitely felt it. So having your face cut off in a kind of face-off John Woo kind of style. That's going to sting.
1: Having said that, the police... uh, Just remember, the police do mention that he's been changing his face a lot recently. Maybe he has no nerve endings left in his face.
0: (laughs) Maybe. But, yeah, so he says, I never live in the past, and there will be no pain. And I'm just sorry, but that's not how time or pain works.
1: Or or people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What What do SWAT vehicles look like? Like a SWAT van? Well, in general... Yeah, like in gen- general or in movies. Yeah. Or in this movie. In general in movies,
1: they use like um, they're like dark dark colors. They've got big yellow yeah. SWAT stamped on the side, like a big box van. Like, well, yeah, or like a Humvee
0: or something. Yeah, like a box van. Yeah, a big box van, dark dark blue tinted with windows, with, but SWAT. with SWAT written in big letters on the side. Yeah, the SWAT vans turn up. The SWAT vans look like rentals. Really, they're silver. They're silver, like transit vans, with just the word "SWAT" written in small letters on the side. Like they just hired them for the day to do the shoot. I've actually got the uh, the movie
1: like playing silently um, next to this window's and uh, yeah, just rerouted it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's got like how big a van is inside. They've got, like, eight men inside. It's just like, like, (laughs) and shit. Yeah, they're all, like, fucking... And, like, equipment and duffel bags full of guns and shit. So, yeah, no, that's a tight fit in the back of that. No wonder he almost got away. They were like, oh, my hair can joints. (laughs) So, SWAT turn up to arrest Rain in vans that look like they rented them from the day. Um, He kills the doctor, like you said, and motherfucker jumps from a third-story window into a fucking parasol.
1: Which further further made me believe there was some kind of he can't feel pain uh, thing going on because he
0: just gets up and runs off. Doesn't go. Ouch! My ankles. <laughs> oh, I've hurt myself so terribly badly. He get he gets caught by like falling over the bumper of a police car, and a wa- <laughs> a van c- um, carrying uh, water jugs scare the shit out of him. Because it's just turning a corner. It's not like swerving. It's just turning a normal corner. But for some reason, all the side doors are open on this. Yeah, and they were, and and the war... So everything just falls out. <laughs> the wall balls weren't tied down. Yeah. in a serious movie, it's one step away from like in Wayne's World, where the, there's that dude going, "Oh, I'm just. It's just my job to stack these uh, uh, boxes <laughs> of chickens here, <laughs> whilst these two random people walk across the street with a pane of glass." <laughs> <laughs> i'm just carrying this
1: ladder down the street oh what's that over there so
0: yeah this this the water van he spills his load excuse me vicar um and then we cut to training right on the airplane on 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 the airplane set which i have a funny feeling that they use for the rest of the film
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably did yeah i didn't i didn't know so i wonder if the people on the plane are the same people on the
0: Oh, that would be a good check. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. <laughs> oh, they probably are. Oh man, that'd be that'd
1: be difficult to check though. You'd have to look at all of them and remember all their faces and then match them up.
0: He is at the start of this film, um, where's he snipes? John. Um John Cutter? Yeah, John Cutter. He is a um, at the start of the film, he's an independent contractor, but then he starts to work for the airline afterwards. He's an independent contractor who trains anti-terrorist stuff and security to to uh, airline workers. And he's got a re-
1: really, really, really valuable, interesting lesson to teach, which is uh, just do whatever they fucking say.
0: Yeah, do what you're told. What's your job then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he, he hijacks the fake plane. She fights back. By the way, her gambit works. He bollocks her for it. But it works. He gets disarmed really fucking quickly. Yeah, it's like, really fucking quickly.
1: It took like a second. It's like, it's like they're Almost like they're all in on it
0: or something. She hits him. And then one of the passengers takes the gun off him. Yeah. Like straight away. And then he bollocks her for it and said, whatever you do, you just do what you're told. And like, you told her to get what well, post nine, uh, pre nine eleven world this. <laughs> he told her, take me to the p- cockpit. So you're telling her to okey dokey take you to the cockpit of the plane, yeah. really? As a security consultant, what do you do? You just
1: you probably say something like, "Unfortunately, air hostesses can't don't have access to the cockpit; It can only be open from the inside," or something like that. Just lie.
0: As a security consultant, and then later as like when you get like vice president, head of counterterrorism. And your viewpoint is just do what they tell you. What's the point of you? <laughs> so, uh, what should we do, a uh, terrorist
1: negotiator? Just give them the helicopter. Make sure there are no police in, within three miles vicinity, and let them get away with the
0: gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to Rain and his attorney. Uh, Rain, Rain is having uh, is there with us. Have you got the film on 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 a loop on another screen? Yeah, just playing
1: slowly, so I just get some visual cues to remind me of certain things.
0: <laughs> if you could go to the Rain and his attorney scene. Rain and his, oh yeah, I've I just literally just watched that. His defense attorney is just like, the only way we can do that. spin this, is to say that you're uh, a plea, plea insanity, because you're super terrorist and everyone knows it.
1: You, given, your, uh, given your childhood
0: background, it should be easy to make people believe you're insane. I I was I asked you to watch it back because because he grabs his attorney by the head and then one of his fingers goes in his mouth. Really? He puts a finger in his attorney's mouth while he's saying the Charles Reign is not insane thing. I'm actually I'm on that scene at the moment.
1: Yeah, he's grabbed it. Oh yeah, he does as well. He hooks his lip.
0: Yeah, when he pulls it out for the rest of the scene, he just holds his hands in a weird way, like "oh, I just put my hand in a dude's mouth." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want his—it's
1: like he doesn't want his his fingers to touch the other fingers in case they get contaminated. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still I'm still a consummate professional actor, and I will keep the scene going. Uh.
1: Now, now repeat after me. Charles Ray is not insane. He's, ah, he, that's who he fucking reminds me of. I remembered Stewie from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. Yes, mother. And then oh yeah, after the after the jail scene, I remember it instantly cuts to one of those scenes which became really popular in, uh, in 90s movies. It's the... Uh, meditating
0: with incense burning because he's a Kung Fu expert. His little apartment looks like his, his apartment from Blade. Yeah, I know, right? With the, the bare brick walls and shit. Like a warehouse. Or... Bare brick walls, meditating and then it has a little flashback to uh, the robber. The robber shoots her and not him for some reason. Yeah. like he's, The uh, anyway, fucking robber's an idiot. Yeah, he doesn't even rob anything, does he? Does he even get anything? He um, gets he gets shot in the back. That's what he gets. Uh, so there was one thing he <laughs> we didn't mention this before, but Tom Sizemore's character, del, del Vecchio. del del delvecchio. He's trying to get John to come to come back to something, get get back in the game, even though he is in the game. I don't understand. Right? Yeah, he used to
1: be. Uh, I had, I'm not quite sure what he was. Some kind of security consultant. Before,
0: yeah, but now he's only just like a, a security consultant. <laughs> he just seems to be doing the same thing <laughs> that he was doing. Um, um, it doesn't say like, oh, you used to be a cop or he used to be whatever because, because it's not mentioned if he's a police officer in the past or not. Yeah, but whatever he was, he was the best at it. He was the best, he was the only man there was, but um, he's he's going for a job interview. For, uh vice president of the company, which is also um, head of counter-terrorism for some reason. So he's driving, he's driving. I think this film starts in Miami, right? That's my guess. It looks like Miami. Yeah. Uh, he's, dri- he's driving saxophone soundtrack whilst driving <laughs> to a meeting. The thoughtful, the thoughtful music. I checked this. The interview that he has with Bruce Greenwood, I don't know what he's the shit that he says during this is madness, right? Yeah, he says every single airline has been um, been terrorist attacked, except for the Iraqis, the Iraqis, is it Iranians, Israelis, Israelis. He says over the past three years there have been twenty seven hijackings. This has affected every major airline. I checked; there are five thousand airlines. Every major airline. So even if it was like every major airline is like the major one for each country, that's at least 200. This is a very good point. You've raised it well. <laughs> but so you have to remember, some countries are just shit. That's a good point. He says everyone's been affected except the Israelis. Uh, but then he doesn't say why. Yeah, I assume that there must be a link between...
1: I just assumed this. So between rain and Israel, Israelis, but.
0: So what's your point? What's, what's your, what, <laughs> what, what is your advice? Become Jewish? What? <laughs> Good one. I mean, it's doable, but is there a cause and effect here? Is correlation and causation not the same thing? It seems like in the interview, he's just
1: trying to point out that he knows certain facts.
0: Also, I checked, there were 24, because we have the internet now, so fuck you hindsight, and f- <laughs> f- fuck you 90s writers who couldn't look this up properly. I checked, there were 24 hijackings in the whole of the 90s. Really? Yes.
1: So he just lied in a job interview blatantly. He just he, just winked, he winked his way through it, and they were like, wow, that sounds really bad. We'll definitely give you the job. Fucking hell. He's, he knows so much, this guy. He said lots of facts
0: uh so anyway he's he's go he's going on uh he's he's going on a plane for some reason he's uh, he's going to head office or whatever the fuck he's going on a plane tom Sizemore takes him to the airport the airport metal detector just seems to be in the middle of a shopping mall yeah it just seems to be like
1: randomly in the middle of nowhere right yeah yeah right but there's no there's no like queue of people
0: either it's just them two. There's no key of people. It's in the central it's in the central core of a fucking shopping mall. Yeah,
1: and it looks like you can just walk around it and they go, excuse me, excuse me can you go through this? Instead of just walking through. Maybe that's what nineties airports were like and we
0: forgot. Maybe this pre-9-11 world. Right. He goes through the he goes through this uh, metal detector and he huffs some puffs because it keeps getting set off. Because he's got like metal and belts and wallets and shit still on him as he's going through and he's huffing and pop. You're an airport security fucking specialist, you fucking ding dong. You should know. And the first thing they, the first thing, have you, got, have you got anything
1: metal on you? He's
0: like, yeah, of course. And he
1: empties yeah. <laughs> <It's> his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you should have known that before you went in. <laughs> you, you know what metal detectors do, right? Fucking
1: idiot. Yeah, my my point was, um, uh, was, is it Todd Sizemore? Delvecchio,
0: yeah. Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Tom Sizemore
1: goes through with him, walks him all the way down to the fucking gates, and he's not even going on a plane. Yeah, with no. Yeah.
0: Goes all the way. It's that thing like from Friends, like you meet the person at the boarding gate. Can you? Can you do that? Apparently, in the nineties, you could.
1: What the hell,
0: What's how You can't do... do that now. That? How, the, how did he get through the security with that ticket? That's insane. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> They're establishing shots of the plane. I'm just about to send you a picture. Um, the, One of the shots is these janky-ass bolts holding in the cockpit window. Bloody hell.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, they couldn't find the right screw. Yeah, right? That plane also
0: exists somewhere. <laughs> probably not now. It's probably crashed. But yeah, those <laughs> are some janky-ass bolts holding in that window. Rain on the plane um it is not insane i'm pretty sure that that was a working title for this film Um, bruce greenwood mentions this later like the ceo guy he says that why if they put a plane hijacker on a plane could he not take a bus yeah good point yeah they also sit him right in the middle of the plane and normally and i say this based on nothing i do not know this but normally don't they put Put right at the back right? right at the back yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, right?
1: Because they don't want people seeing it and getting scared of people wearing handcuffs. Bloody hell, there's some kind of criminal on there. So they kind of try to keep it subtle.
0: So if you're listening to this podcast on a plane, look at the back. Dudes a convict. And by the way, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast on a plane and you are sat at the back, I'm sorry, but... You're a convict. You're a convict. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you're playing the game where you get to drink when they say the name of Film within the film itself. This is where you get this is where you get to drink. No, you don't because she doesn't say it. Oh, she doesn't say passenger, she just says the number, right? No, she doesn't even say the number. She does, she, say, she, she's a, doing a head she does the head count. She, she does not say the number. She does, no, she doesn't. She goes through the She goes through the plane and she's going through it, right? She's doing a head count for people listening at home. She's doing the, the head count, she's going through them all and she's going, uh, 55, 56, and then gets to him and pauses and just goes. Uh, 58. She doesn't actually say the number. So if you had a drink lined up, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know why this film is called Passenger 57? I assume it's because he was the 57th passenger she carried. It's the only piece of trivia I could find about this film. But the writer of the film didn't know what to call it. And he was just looking at a bottle of Heinz ketchup. You know where in the top of the label it says 57 variety? Yeah. That's where he got the number from. <laughs> also, when she's doing the head count, he's sat there with a copy of The Art of War. He's so, such a 90s cliche, isn't he? <laughs> he, is, he is holding up that book, like right in front. It's not like down in his lap, he's not holding it with two hands. It's holding it one hand by the spine. Right up in front of his face so that people can see the cover. Yeah, so yeah, because he's nice reading it. Fuck He never looks at the book again. Look what I'm reading, guys. Sorry. He knew that she was coming, he knew that she was doing the head that count. He got out his poser book, <laughs> and just sat there reading. Because the minute she goes, he puts it down and never picks it up again. <laughs> nice, nice move. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. I'm just, I'm just a little bit of light reading. Yeah, Marty, the the hostess, she tells evil British chick, um, is like she notices that she's got beef with like Passenger Fifty Seven. So evil British chick is just like, oh, what's what's that dude? And Marty just tells her, oh, he's a security specialist for the airline. So,
1: right, I'll notice that. i note that down for me.
0: She does nothing with that information.
1: Yeah, she says goes, ha ha. I will use that. That will come in hand later. That does nothing.
0: Wesley Snipes goes to the plane, the back of the plane. To, well, the, um, the the he goes to the kitchen on the plane to talk to Marty because he he's an airline security specialist who was afraid of flying. Yeah. I just I think I, I still
1: think like, like the, with the book of the, the Arts of War thing, he just really fancies that he's just thinking of any excuse to talk to her.
0: She gives him hella attitude. She's so so unprofessional. She's so unprofessional to her. But like maybe she doesn't know that she he's vice president of the company that she works for. Yeah, well, he's not yet. She, he, he can get her fired as shit. Even as a security consultant, he, he can get her fucking in trouble.
1: Yeah, and like her, her attitude is really unprofessional. Even though they had an argument like uh, the day before, like yeah. she's at work now. Don't bring your shit yeah. to work. <laughs> You're fucking air hostess. <laughs> he's pressing the bing bong button for about three hours she just completely ignores him that's not your job
0: so he says can you just check on me every now and then so she uh, for revenge i suppose gives her an old la- gives him an old lady yeah an old racist lady uh yeah who, who <laughs> thinks he's someone famous i don't know there must be like a pop reference here that she's getting at i don't know who she's referring to but it's our, Ars- it's Arsenal hall who arsenio hall who he was, uh, 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 he uh, he was big in the nineties, uh, basically. Yeah, he had a, he had a chat show. He was in a couple of films as well. Oh, in Coming to America, he's Eddie Murphy's friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: I found him. Okay, I
0: found him. So the old lady thinks he's Arsenio Hall and she keeps referencing things from his talk show. Incidentally, at the end, when Wesley Snipes saves the plane and everyone goes, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Arsenio Hall turns up. That's that's also what Arsenio Hall's audience would do <laughs> on this show. So everyone's race ev- everyone thinks he's Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Arsenio Hall was in a TV show called Martial Law. Oh, okay. Um where a character in that mistakes him for Wesley Snipes and says, "I loved you in Passenger 57." So, taking over the plane, um evil British chick comes up to him and says, "How do you like your sirloin, sir?" Bloody, you can pick on a plane on an airplane, you can pick how your sirloin is cooked. What? No, no, no you can't. Don't think you can. <laughs> no, you can't. You don't even get beef, motherfucker. It's chicken or fish. You pick one of those two. Maybe, maybe in the nineties uh, they had like a uh, steak chefs. Also, she brought it to his seat already, like under a cover. You can't change how that's cooked. <laughs> and also, yes, he threw it straight to his seat,
1: but didn't bring any, uh, anyone else any food. He got served first out and he's right in the middle of the plane. That's not how it fucking works.
0: <laughs>
1: and it was a really unnecessary exchange of little dialogue there. How would you like your steak? Yeah. Bloody. Okay, that's the signal. I'll shoot him now. She knows that what she's gonna do is walk up to the guy, and shoot him. She didn't need the fucking verbal
0: cue. It was just for him to say another cool line, which wasn't that cool. So he sat in the in the middle row of seats, um, uh in the central row. He's sat on the sat on the edge. She shoots the FBI agent sat right next to him, and then shoots the FBI agent across the row right yeah it does it in a wide shot but the the guy across the row i've got a picture i've got a still (laughs) the guy across the road the guy who gets shot second has his getting shot makeup on before he gets shot really i'll send you a picture i'm on the scene now but yeah please do If you zoom in to the guy sat across the aisle, he's just sat there with a gun (laughs) in his head. (laughs) Patiently waiting to receive the bullet to go into it. (laughs) So someone spots some red ketchup on his face. Yeah. (laughs) They take over the plane. Uh, Rain goes up to the cockpit. He goes, right. He asks, who's in charge? And the pilot says, I am. So he shoots the pilot in the head, even though the pilot from his angle is... Stood right in front of the windshield of the plane, they shoot planes. They shoot guns inside this plane with pure abandon. Yeah, uh, that could have been, that could have been a bit of a problem for his entire plan. I'm pretty sure that if you shoot someone in the head it, for, at that close range, especially, it will come out the other side and go into the windscreen of the plane. And why the fuck did he shoot the
1: the main pilot anyway? So you'll be the plane's being <laughs> be flown by two
0: co-pilots now. Are they
1: trained enough to be pilots?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they are fucking loosey goosey with fucking guns on this in this film.
1: Yeah, I just remember that. I just remember that. Just saw him, so I just remember the big one of the bad guys, the bigger. Just got the one earring, blue, one little blue earring. Uh,
0: Forget.
1: For <laughs> oh my god, does you know who has this, Mister Forget? Uh, Forget, it's
0: French. You guys are friends. You know that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know each other. I bet he's there going you fucking bitch every time <laughs> you do this joke uh, <laughs> from from the beginning when they when the FBI agents are shot to when he takes over the plane it's like 35 seconds of screaming passengers yeah shooting uh, shouting and three people get shot to death before john in the bathroom goes what's that <laughs> 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 uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> he's
0: having a really loud shit. <laughs> he's having a really loud shit. Also, dumb terrorists don't check the fucking toilets.
1: Yeah, number one. Oh, that's what my point was going to be. They don't check the toilets. Even one of them sees the door randomly swinging and banging it open to close. He's like, "That's a bit odd." And then he looks back at. Then he looks back a few seconds later, and it's solidly shut. And he's like, "Huh, that's weird." <laughs>
0: Also, it make, it makes a definite noise, a definite noise when it opens and shuts. Yeah. Because like Wesley Stop's like blatantly slams it as well. He doesn't <laughs> he's because he keeps peeking out. He keeps peeking out at a dude looking straight at him <laughs> at one point. <laughs> that door keeps moving. The movie. dude who we have already established has noticed that the door keeps fucking opening. And he has a
1: really, really, really cool hairstyle as well. That nineties 90s... <laughs> Does he? I don't
0: know. He's got the he's got the uh, perm. Oh yes, he does. Yes. Um, but yeah, he only hears the toilet door open like the tenth time that fucking John does it. Yeah, it's like
1: it's like he, he notices it like three or four times, but doesn't do anything, and then he goes finally, ah, oh, fine, God, I'll check the fucking toilet. <laughs> he also at one point like a he goes to get the phone right, and he does it really fast, but he like, fucking slams the door behind him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he kicks the shit. Uh, John, oh. John, sta- John starts. John uh, starts. He's phoning the head office of the airline, and he's he pretends to be like a giant pussy. Just go, kill me! You've taken away. You've taken over the plane.
1: The, but the, by the way, by the way, the number of which he has, has somehow has memorized already. He, call, he calls the. Yeah, he, he doesn't even work
0: there yet. He, he knows the phone number for it off by heart. Yeah right. Uh, He wrestles that gun away from the dude in exactly the way that he bollocksed Marty for in the training. Yeah, he's what you call a hypocrite. What is your fucking job? (laughs) (laughs) Should just stay in the. You should have just gone casually back to your seat. Uh,
1: To be fair to him, uh, they didn't tell him to do anything, so yeah, he was free to beat the shit out of him. If they'd said. Behave yourself, he would be like, "I'll do anything you say sam <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he kicks the shit out of that guy with the with the curly hair and um Very... he puts his head in the toilet and he gets the blue yeah blue liquid on his face that guy sadly he gets shot for his incompetence later, like five seconds later. But it would have been much more funny if he had to spend the rest of the <laughs> film being alive with the blue toilet water <laughs> yeah. on his face. <laughs> True, I would have loved that way more.
1: And then uh, they surely have the could they hear the kerfuffle and of of him beating the shit out of this guy because he's not he's not uh, subtle about it. There's no, there's no sleeper holds like in you know, a under siege. He just smashes the crap out of him, and then he he takes Liz Hurley and holds her hostage instead
0: um good use of the word uh kerfuffle thank, by the way thank you very much um, um so uh rain kills a passenger douglas remember douglas yeah douglas had a family but yeah douglas douglas dead so was those like four people dead so far yep and
1: uh, they're, t- they're, try- they're trying to show the show like because of his flashback of his wife right died in a similar situation and yeah. he shows that he's a bit hesitant doesn't know what to do because he hesitates that guy dies.
0: But yeah, again, everyone, loosey Goosey with guns in a pressurized cabin. Um, as John and Marty, they run for the elevator to the galley and just magically get there. Um, uh, where Vincent, the dude in the galley, who's also a terrorist. He's brilliant. <laughs> He's brilliant.
1: He like he announces his attack from behind with a knife. Like he gets all a silent assassin, pulls a knife out of his shoe. All sneaky, like he goes,
0: i you. <laughs> <laughs> he also does that, that trope of going, um, oh, there's oh, there's terrorists upstairs. Oh, no, that's terrible. Anyway, I think we should do what Mr. Rain says. Mr. Rain, how did you know his name? They said, I didn't say his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did that in a fucking um, they did that in an MCU movie recently. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. It is good though. I
1: like, I like that. One. It's like the, the what's that? What's the um uh what's the name you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off what's the, the, actor, the actor's name
0: michael kane
1: okay what's that movie is it okay cut this out i can't remember what i'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> um anyway they run to the, the gallery no right? it's the fucking great escape it's the first time they did that wasn't it they're going to use the ge- they're going to use a german accent
0: Oh, they, they, they in the Great Escape when um they uh I think they say like have a nice day. Oh, thank They're you very much. And yeah. then they go, yeah, exactly. They do that. That's <laughs> genius. That's a clever kind of way of doing it. Anyway, Um yeah, they up. go down. They beat they they beat. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't know why I was randomly aggressive doing that. <laughs> they beat up Vincent in the ga- in the galley, and they just stay down in the galley for a bit it's safer they just hang around in the galley like none of the terrorists upstairs there's a bunch of them none of them think let's go down to the galley and get them
1: yeah i i, I well, that was one thing i thought they they don't they choose not to use the lift is it like an emergency stop thing they've pulled or
0: no they haven't touched anything they just go down to the galley and they're just like we'll stay in now for a bit and the ter- terrorists are far too busy that they for- completely forgot about john cutter there's a bit where um the actually it's the next bit where uh the they um rain phones down to the galley, oh yeah, I remember that, so both of them are just standing next to the elevator on different floors of a plane, they're like uh, they're like a foot and a half away from each other, and one of them has a gun, and the other one doesn't, yes, they don't have a gun down there, so why he's got Vincent's knife, his fucking shoe knife, but apart from that. They don't go down there. It takes ages for Fouget, who I assume forgot, <laughs> to go down through one of the other access tunnels to go into the, like, the mechanical room. Yeah. But fucking, uh, what a bunch of dicks. Anyway, <laughs> the plan is from... Uh, actually, what, 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 is Rain's, what is Rain's plan?
1: Like uh, Obviously, there's some sort of uh, airplane terrorism, but for some reason, he needs to fly the plane somewhere specific to do the, air, the terrorist attack. What what's, what is it? Because this is before nine eleven, so it's probably not flying into a trade center
0: building. Very specific. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't say what his plan is. It's just to go to where the plane was going anyway. Is it? Are they going to Israel? No, they're not. Okay. No, this no, no the... that was John talking about Israel randomly earlier. They don't say an alternate destination. I'm pretty sure they land at that airfield in the middle by random but so we never actually learn why what Rain's goal is in this other than naughty things being a naughty boy yeah no that seems to be it i hadn't thought that yeah what is his fucking plan
1: he's already hijacked the plane so then his terrorist attack has succeeded he's done the thing that he was going to do and he's killed a lot of
0: people so he's already won yeah right because the his plan when when they land at the airfield that's because John has emptied the fuel tanks yeah I, I i remember that so his plan to escape through the funfair that's all ad-libbed yeah ad-libbed ad-libbed how did i say that word i said abs libbed which is not how that word is no. ad libbed there you go
1: yeah so because it, yeah because he empties the fuel, they they yeah all that, well, that's just fucking made up on the spot because even even when he escapes through the crowd, he says to the Elizabeth Hurley's character, "Just continue with the plan, and I'll." And then he escapes through the crowd. So he, she's going to continue taking the plane somewhere else once it's refueled to yeah. to do the plan, which we don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah we don't know what it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they forced the plane to land in Louisiana at a small Hick airport that's not big enough technically to handle that size of plane. Is it Louisiana? Yeah, it's Louisiana. They okay. do say cool. Um, they're preparing to jump off the plane, and like, really, no one has come down to look for them so far in this fucking galley. And then earring uh, boy turns up. Oh, before that, he has his when he's having his phone call with Rain, when they're like two feet away from each other, but like. You could just shout. <laughs> just shout down the shaft, just to point your head up. The line, right? I don't remember the Always bet on black. Good line, right? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good line. Always bet on black. Here's the thing, though, right? He sets that up himself. So he, he'd been down there in the galley that whole time thinking of that joke. He goes, apropos of nothing, they're talking about, like, random, like, plain hijinks john just goes are you a gambling man why, why do why do you ask and Rain's like why always bet on black it's like, because you've <laughs> been thinking about that for a while yeah it, he set up his own fucking line what a fucking loser yeah well,
1: he, he had all that time in the galley to, and he's like what will i say when i speak to rain i can't sound cool he keeps coming up with these really cool lines
0: <laughs> if rain if rain had mentioned gambling yeah. Himself, like naturally, and he could have. He could have gone, John. You're gambling with the passengers' lives, and then he came back with always bet on black. That's better. That's a lot better. Yeah, but the fact that he set he set up, he does the setup himself. He says sets up a
1: joke, that he's obviously been thinking of for a few hours now. It makes him look a little bit
0: pathetic. <laughs> anyway, fucking loser with his fucking copy of fucking Art of War that he. <laughs> Has to look cool. <laughs> it's literally just the cover. It has no pages. Um, but yeah, they send they send Forger down, and Forget, even though he's got a gun and even though the others don't, takes his fucking time just like walking through the cargo bit and then tries to beat the crap out of him. Surprises and then punishes John by pushing him out of the plane, which is what John was gonna do anyway. Yep. Good job, um, <laughs> good job, Forger. Well done for but they keep they keep Marty. Marty's still on the plane, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden,
1: Rain starts turning a bit rapey.
0: Yes, he gets a little bit rapey, doesn't he? Um,
1: like, for the, not once has he been rapey in this movie, or even like mentioned anything sexual at all. But all of a sudden, he just really wants to get laid. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and his t- even even his chat lines are fucking shit.
0: Yeah, I wrote them down somewhere. Where are they? Because he does go a little bit. He goes a bit weird with Marty, doesn't he?
1: Like his last one. Although his last, I did like one of his lines. It was quite quite sinister. I can't remember exactly what he said, but hopefully you wrote it down. Uh, it might be further down. I said, "Well, that's uh, yeah, sorry, Marty says something like, "Oh, uh, um, you you would just kill me after we had sex," and he goes, "I was thinking of Jorin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, dude.
0: Uh. <laughs> um. Outside the plane, John gets arrested by the local hick police. Um, Which reminded me, they remind me of a Cannonball Run. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think it might be. Uh, yeah, no, it's very similar. Uh, it reminded me of Smoking the Bandit a bit. And Smoking the Bandit as well. Yeah, and uh, and also that that cop
1: from the James Bond Roger Moore James Bond movies that always gets fucked over.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's the speedboat flies over his head at some
0: point. The the chief the chief um Rain negotiates with the chief of police for a fuel fuel truck. Um and then John comes up and he has a bit of a back and forth. And um, J- Rain says to the police chief, give us a fuel truck, I'll give you half the passengers. And then John comes up and he goes, No, he's not gonna do that. He's not gonna give you half the passengers, you're a fucking idiot. But he does. But then he does. <laughs> <laughs> But
1: so good job john good
0: call <laughs> john you're wrong with fucking again. and then <laughs> he has a bit of back and forth with the police chief and then the police chief just says well then mr carl what would you do if you were me and john just goes kill myself
1: <laughs> bit harsh
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i've just negotiated for half of the, the passengers to be saved give me a cup of some slack
0: please <laughs> um rain and then two other complete randos including um Vincent from the galley and then the guy with glasses, they just come off the plane through the landing gear and then just wander off. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Vincent seems to be the only competent one of his henchmen. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he's the only one who thinks, I know, I'll
1: I'll steal someone's uh, ambulance uniform and therefore have a disguise so that I can hide and therefore murder people secretly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so well done, Vincent. John escapes by kicking the ever-loving shit out of those two police officers who, as you said, are just doing their job. Maybe slightly, slightly racistly, I guess, but... Rain and the two rando- randos, they go to the fairground that's next to the airfield. <laughs> the guy that they bring with them can't break into a mid-90s family car? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant criminal. What the fuck do you do, other guy who isn't Vincent? And why are you breaking into
1: <laughs> it? Why are you the one breaking into it if you're the one that can't do it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, John wanders around the fairground for a bit. They have, they do have a fight in this fairground, but they do not have a fight in a hall of mirrors, and that oh. is a fucking waste.
1: Yeah. No, that would have been, that would have been too cliche, but I, I, get, I get your point. Enter the Dragon Bruce Lee style.
0: Um, The FBI FBI turn up. They do nothing, by the way, the FBI in this film. They do nothing in real Um, life as well. (laughs) John gets into a gunfight at the fair and then he runs onto a small Ferris wheel and hides. (laughs) The smallest Ferris wheel in the world. (laughs) Guy who couldn't break into a mid-90s family car, he falls to his death, even though main guy jumped out of a third-story window, not like uh, an hour before. Yeah, like I say, Vincent's the only competent one. And then Vincent, yeah, he escapes he escapes uh disguised as an ambulance man. John and um what's his name? Rain. They have a gunfight on a carousel. Yeah. Shooting outwards to a big crowd of people. Collateral death. To a big crowd of people. And also there are people on the carousel still.
1: Yeah. Just enjoying their ride.
0: <laughs> John John gets rain in the end. Because Rain steps off the carousel and John just does a lap around the carousel and then jumps onto him. <laughs> good, you, good, job, Rain. You can't.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was possibly the most disappointing uh, ending fight scene of any movie
0: <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, miss, uh, the FBI should cut, turn up and they 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 arrest Rain. I don't know why Cutter John John Cutter has way too much sway with the FBI. For no explainable reason. Uh, that must be what his previous job was, but
1: maybe. Like that you've got to come back and all that. Maybe he was like a FBI uh, safety council.
0: <laughs> but he's not FBI now. But they let him interrogate a prisoner by himself. True. When 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 they put in rain back on the plane, John's running that. Until Vincent comes up and fucks it up. I do enjoy that you're
1: forced to rhyme occasionally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they put Raid upon the plane again, John's running that. He's running the operation. While well, the FBI are like, yeah, no, this guy who's just a security consultant runs everything. Maybe, maybe he if used. There was an investigation into that. The FBI are fucked. Maybe, they, maybe he used to be like the head of the FBI, but his
1: his wife got killed and he quit because and. Um... That's why they have so much respect for him.
0: It would have been nice though if they had mentioned that in the film.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> and also it's probably not not even what the case is. It's just the only reason I could think why they would like give him that much authority. And even then, the gang- Even then, he's not he's not FBI anymore. So you're gonna get fired, guys.
0: Yeah, they have the the gang and Del Vecchio turns up and everyone's in the in the uh, the traffic air traffic control tower. Um and for some reason Del Vecchio has spent the entire film. we just going John's the man. John can do this job. John, John, John. Yeah, do whatever John. But every choice that John makes, Del Vecchio for some reason is against him. He doesn't want to die. Oh, don't do that. That's not a good idea. This is insane. You can't be doing all that. He does all of that for some reason. It's like you were fucking singing. Is you got the dude the job in the first place, motherfucker? Now he's just doing it, and you're suddenly against it. I have a theory. John fucked his wife. I think that Del Vecchio... Sorry, Del Vecchio fucked his wife. I think that Del Vecchio was one of the bad guys, and then they edited it out of the film.
1: Well, because he says there's a surprise for him on the plane, right?
0: He says there's a surprise on the plane. He also says he didn't know that the FBI were putting the dude on the plane. He just says that. He might have orchestrated it. True. And that would explain the surprise as well. Because what was the surprise? The surprise was the fact that that Marty was the S. Ah, air. okay. I think that he was part of the bad guys, but then they edited it out of the film.
1: It could, yeah, it might be. Makes sense
0: because there's this, even this bit before John goes off to um, talk to Rain, where John has a little bit of a pause and he looks at that, gives Delvecchio a lo- slightly suspicious look before he carries on, like he's suddenly sus of him. Uh, yeah, I just remembered
1: uh, something that we we didn't mention that, I, about Delvecchio. I really liked it when the, the 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 guy, the president of the company tells him, um, well, if everything goes really well, then we'll say that um, our our planned operation to put someone on the plane was our idea. And if everyone dies, then uh, we don't even know who he was. And then later on, Delvecchier gets that interview explaining, yeah. it, and he's just like, yeah, well... Uh, I decided to put a consultant on the plane and just takes all the credit for the, for the saving the day for, for himself. That's like good job, Delbecky.
0: Well done. Well done, Del Becky. You sly, sly bastard. You slippery bitch. Uh, John is interviewing um Rain. For some reason the, the FBI let him do this without anyone watching. Their conversation is nothing. Yeah. What they say is fucking nothing. But for some reason for somehow, um somehow Rain winds John up, possibly by saying nothing, and John's like this conversation's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, by saying his cheesy lines, and he's like, oh god, it doesn't even make sense. But long story short, Rain gets back on the plane because the FBI just kind of let him, and then Vincent shoots a bunch of them. Vincent sadly dies though. Yeah, <laughs> John warms to the chief, um, and that that as the plane is taking off the they get in the chief of police's car um he gives and, him his gun right. chief lends him his wife's gun or a present from his wife and he fucking biffs it straight away and drops it on the on, on on the tarmac he climbs onto the landing gear and he gets into the plane through the landing gear i look this up you can't do that <laughs> they do that in um in that donald Schwarzenegger movie as well yeah he gets off the the plane that way doesn't he? He jumps into a swamp after he kills a dude and says he's dead tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah you cannot you cannot access the landing gear bay from within the plane <laughs> um, at all. Why does that happen in so many fucking movies? <laughs> it happens in fucking Toy Story. And by the way, in Toy Story, the toys get off that plane. In Toy Story Two, when the plane they're taking the plane to Japan, yeah, they get off the plane. They jump. There's little ha- toy-sized hatch that goes to the landing gear. They jump off the plane, but they do not close the hatch behind them.
1: So it's going to decompress the entire
0: airplane? It's going to decompress the entire plane. You've killed a bunch of people, you little fucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's, a, that's really unbelievable. Almost as unbelievable as toys coming to life. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> did the toy companies know? That's my question. Uh, <laughs> are, the toy what are the toy companies God? <laughs> So I I look I look this I went on a little bit of a wikipedia like um uh, 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 uh Rabbit hole. Uh, fell down a rabbit hole. Thank you. Cuz both John gets on the plane through the landing gear bay and the terrorists get off the plane at some point. Get off the plane and fuck off to the funfair through the landing gear. And you can't do it. It's un it's isolated and is unpressurized and it's unaccessible from the rest of the plane. But people do try. Inaccessible inaccessible unaccessible oh that's why it's got a red line underneath it (laughs) (laughs) people do try though i did i I was checking this out right first start it's the bay itself is just big enough to hold the the wheels so if you do go in there you get crushed to death get crushed to death plus the machinery of the wheels the, the 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 cogs and shit the the stands that hold the wheels, that shit folds in on itself. Okay. It doesn't just fold into the plane, it also fold, compresses into itself. So you're getting cut to death by random pieces of machinery closing on itself. Or then crushed to death um, uh, by the wheels. There's no lights, there's no air, and there's no heat in the bay, because it's isolated from the rest of the plane. This could have, this could have been a very different ending to this movie. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> John just died. Rain just got away with whatever and John died in the wheel well of the fucking plane. What was he thinking going through the fucking landing gear? What moron? Like, even even if you, uh, apparently, even if you whole, uh, survive, like, the deep freeze, the deep freeze and no air can either kill you or it lowers your, like, body temperatures and brain patterns to the point where you can maybe survive, but you can't wake up in time for when the landing gear comes back down again. Oh, yeah. So when you're not conscious for the bit where the wheels come down, so you just fall out. Apparently, eighty uh, percent of people who try who tried this die. What, the, what happened to the other twenty percent? They there are survivors who do it. There was a story that I found that was in in nineteen ninety six. Two Indian brothers hid in the nose wheel well of a flight from New Delhi to London. One sub- one survived. How the fuck did it? That's a really long flight. Yeah, right? One survived, but the younger brother froze to death. They had paid money for inside information, and the inside informant told them that there was a hatch that got you into the cargo bay, but it was a lie. Son of a bitch! What a bastard! So they only found out when they were in there, as the wheels were closing. So the brother the brother who survived was immediately deported back to in uh, India on the 1st flight after leaving hospital
1: did it go via the the, the wheel bit again
0: <laughs> no, no they gave him a chair <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> but yeah most people just fall to fall to their death because they're not off. Plus, even if you are holding on to the wheel the planes go at like 150 miles an hour whilst they're landing and that's when they're cl- slowing down which is a fucking fast to hold on to something yeah, yeah
1: of course the, the wheels come out way before they actually hit the tarmac so you would actually fall quite away
0: there, was, there was a, There's a famous picture of a kid, he was like 14 years old, he was told explicitly, do not climb into the wheel well of a plane, you will die. Like, he had talked about it, and someone told him, no, don't do that, that's fucking dumb. He climbed into the wheel well and hid inside before the, before the plane even took off, but he didn't realise, there's a picture of him falling from the plane. Oh, shit. He didn't realize the bit in he hid inside the plane, but he didn't realize that it was the back wheels. Yeah. The back wheels, some of the doors close again when the wheels are down. Okay. Oh, so he couldn't get back out. So, no, he was hiding on the doors and he didn't know that they were doors. Oh. So, when the wheels were retracted, the doors opened to let the wheels back in and then closed completely. So he was just sat on the door, just thinking, "Yeah, I'm all right." And then when the door's opened, he just fell. Oh, fuck! Is he all right? Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, so John gets on the plane. Shouldn't have, but he gets... so John dies in the wheel well of the plane, <laughs> and then the credits run. And it's a weird film, if I'm honest. And you know, you know, <laughs>
1: you know, you know, Indi-
0: you know Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, when they did the map, and there's that red line. Yeah that shows us that's that's the trail of blood from someone being crushed <laughs> in the wheel well
0: uh john gets on the plane even though he shouldn't Re- yeah i've got i've got yeah i've found my notes rain gets horny with marty and the british chick gets jealous and it leads to fucking nowhere
1: <laughs> just it, it was literally just to show how evil he is with that one line right
0: He's talking with Marty about oh, what we were doing around when we were downstairs in the galley in the machine room, running around in that tight little place. Did he get into your tight little place, <laughs> dude? The fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's that's not even the worst line,
0: is it? Not. I thought that was that's why I wrote it down.
1: What's the worst line? The worst line is that uh, no, you'll never get into my tight little space. So you'll just kill me afterwards. I was. Oh yes, yes, that's it. Yeah. I was planning on doing it during. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh. uh, John fights Forger on the lower deck. There's a lot of space in these. But there's a lot of space. I think this is for all of these films. There's a lot of space inside the lower decks of these planes. I don't think there is that much space in, really. Though, is there? Real
1: <laughs> so, so he's on the. He's on the. He's on the plane now. Uh, it, it gets up the wheel well. Oh, th- uh, I just remembered. This is the the one time that shooting a gun on an airplane goes goes awry. It actually smashes a window.
0: It smashes the smallest fucking window on 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 the door. <laughs> it's a very undramatic depressurization. It just gets a little windy. <laughs> no, none of those like <laughs> none of those masks fall from the ceiling. Um, the door later blows off. Well, it just falls. Falls off, really. And it doesn't really affect anyone. Yeah, no one gets sucked out. Does anyone get sucked out of the plane? They get sucked towards the door. They have a fight in front of the door, and then John kicks Rain in the balls whilst he's hanging on to the door frame. Yeah. I guess Rain felt a bit of pain on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this next trip. We'll see. Um yeah rain falls out the plane again rain rains down uh, from the plane again in pain again It's, it's um, fucking insane if you're re-watching this um <laughs> if you're listening if you're listening again, um get a randomly save a big whole train they go back to the airport um with the fairground next to it um and they do that thing where they like they walk off in sunset with the with the with the airplane in the background. There's fireworks above the fairground as the credits start to roll. Yeah, it's a bit dangerous for an airport. That fair still going? It's how Louis- many people
1: died? It's Louisiana, but yeah. they they party twenty four seven there, man. And they're probably celebrating. They're, like, they're, they're, not, they're not mourning the death; they're celebrating their lives.
0: Ten people died, and they've gone. Shall we cancel the fucking fireworks? No, so, now nah, it. it's what they would have wanted. <laughs> Dave, he really liked fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's the film *Passenger 57*. Uh, uh, is there anything that we haven't mentioned?
1: That's the point, actually. That's the point where Del Vecchio takes all the credit for, for in the interview for saving the day, right there. yeah. Good job, good job, Del Vecchio. You're brilliant.
0: What score would you give this? It was a, it was a very charming
1: movie. Uh, mm. I did enjoy watching it. Uh, it, there, it was fairly absurd at certain points. I got to check. <laughs> I got to check if uh, you can walk through airport security all the way up to the gate without buying a ticket in the nineties. In the nineties, yeah. I still don't. I still don't believe that that's possible. Uh, no, yeah, I think mostly because of uh, Rain's cheesy ship lines. I'm going to have to score it slightly lower than I would have then.
0: Yeah, where are you going then?
1: I was going to, I think the 5.96, I have to give it a, a six, six and a half-ish.
0: I'm going to go, I'm going to go five. I'm going to, yeah, I'll go five.
1: It's, it's, it's It's not that
0: memorable. Yeah. It's not that memorable. I kind of,
1: I, I kind of. It's, it's, it's a definite diehard clone. Yeah. I kind of do agree with that. Was it Rotten Tomatoes that gave 5.9?
0: Oh I'm D i I'm That's that's that, I think that's a pretty fair score. Um yeah, I'll go five. It's middling, it's a very um well, maybe I'll go a little bit higher because it is charming. Um I do like the uh, I do like the relationship with the with the chief. Yeah, that was quite cool as well. All right, no, nah, I'm gonna bring it up to six. I'm gonna bring it up to six. I'm 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 gonna land on the on a six for that because it's not it's not it's not bad. Yeah, it's it, not red eye. It's not good, but oh yeah fuck Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, six. I'll 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 land at six for that.
1: So it's so not a great movie, but there are a shitload of redeeming qualities and it's nice charming movie and it's not too long.
0: Uh Colin, where can people find you if they were so inclined to take a look? Um pretty
1: much uh Facebook under uh, the name Colin Gerard, because that's my name. Yeah. Uh or Instagram colin.gerard.92 i think
0: and you can find us um on youtube and uh twitter and um fuck what's it the what's the other one and tiktok at the badger's apprentice or badger's apprentice i can't remember which ones have the the and which ones don't um twitter or x is now uh tba underscore tweets does anyone actually call that does anyone actually call that x Everything uh when they talk about when they quote Twitter in news articles, it's always x brackets formerly twitter
1: and When you send a message on x what is what are you doing? you're not tweeting anymore
0: are you xing it's a post ah oh. it's a post and a repost yeah right what? the the tweet-
1: the tweeting and retweeting thing was was quite clever.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. All right, so that's it for this week. We'll see you uh, next week because that's how weeks work. Approximately,
1: I, I, I give it around about seven <laughs> seven of the days.
0: Seven of the days. So we all know that it'll be a week and a half because that's how long it takes me to. <laughs> <be on these. laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> the music's probably playing by now. Uh, see you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye bye.